Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. But let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. Good morning. Today, we got some video that we missed yesterday because I'm so fucking pissed off about the video from Evaldi. The footage from Evaldi, not just the footage from Evaldi, but also thinking back to the footage of Greg Abbott lying to the American people and the families in Uvalde about actually what happened and what he knew and that happened inside that school. So we, we took a lot of time yesterday on that. So I want to get to <laughs> uh, the Josh Hawley video. I, I can't not show this video. I have some other uh, video I want to show about Marjorie Taylor Greene, and it's actually just like a voicemail. I'm act- I don't know. I have doubts about it, actually. Um, I have doubts about it. My mic is really low. Can you Can you guys hear me out there? Everyone say that you can hear me or you can't hear me. I believe that my mic is good. It should be good. It should be good. So, we have a lot of, turn your mic up a bit, Tony, is what they're saying. Oh, let's see. It might need some adjusting here. There, how's that? How's that? I turned it up just a bit. Turned it up just a bit. I'll be louder. Trust me, I'm going to be loud. (laughs) We're going to be loud here today. Loud and proud as we are. As always here on the Tony Michaels Podcast. Every single weekday, Monday through Friday. Noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific. On YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. And also simulcasting from the Midas Touch Facebook page. And boy, do you guys come over from the Facebook page. But don't forget, if you're on the Facebook page, to subscribe to the YouTube channel. You don't want to miss anything over on the YouTube channel. You don't want to miss anything over there. So we're a week out from the next January 6th Select Committee hearing. A week out. We're not sure exactly what time it's going to be. The exact time. That's why we haven't put a link out yet. Um, I want to let everyone know that It seems as if that the January 6th Select Committee has confirmed it is Thursday next week in prime time. They just haven't nailed down a time. So because we don't have a time, we don't want to create confusion by releasing a link for a certain time and people think it's that time and then the committee changes the time and then we have to change the link and it just creates confusion. They kind of created confusion last this week uh, for Tuesday's hearing when they changed the time at the last minute that you know the couple days before so we want to try to have as less amount of confusion as we possibly can so bear with us as we um, try to figure out exactly what time if they'll confirm a time for us so that we can put out a link to you but here's what you can do 
here's what you can do. Go ahead and, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Again, the Tony Michaels Podcast right here on YouTube. If you're on Facebook, the link is at the very top of the page. You can also follow us on uh, Twitch um, as well. But the, the best place to follow us is at Tony Michaels Pod and at the Tony Michaels and at I am Gabe Sanchez if you're on Twitter. We will be spreading around the link once we get that link for next week's hearing. Now, why am I talking about the hearing today? Well, Ashley Babbitt is trending because her husband says that she was trying to stop the insurrection, which is bullshit. She was the insurrection. She was the exact type of fucking stupid-ass motherfucking QAnoner that Donald Trump knew that he could turn into a violent insurrectionist in the name of Trump and Trumpism. He knew that. He knew these QAnoners would do what Ashley Babbitt did, which was go to the Capitol and try to actually enter into not only a restricted area, but a locked restricted area that is guarded because it is a speaker's lobby. The Speaker of the House and other politicians are inside and leadership are inside, not just, and it's not just Democrats. You know, that, that, that's one thing they want to make it into. When the Republicans have the House, the Republican Speaker of the House is in that lobby. So it's not Nancy Pelosi's lobby. It is the Speaker's lobby. It is the House. It is our capital. Those are our elected officials. That is our government. And they are afforded the protection away from violent insurrectionists, especially in a locked and restricted area where they're trying to operate our government. So... Ashley Babbitt, as much as she's a bonehead and believed Trump's lies, she did not fucking, she didn't, it's not, no, no. She did not try to stop the insurrection. She was the insurrection, okay? There's video evidence of this uh, right before she gets shot because she was trying to enter a restricted locked area. As the tactical team was moving in. This is what happened. There's video evidence of it. It's not complicated. It's not hard to understand. It's not rocket surgery. We have evidence. Video evidence. Clear video evidence that Ashley Babbitt was the insurrection. She wasn't trying to stop it. You fucking bonehead. And Ashley Babbitt's husband can fuck all the way off. All the way. Fuck him. Trying to rewrite history and make... Ashley Babbitt into some kind of fucking hero. She's not a hero. Those insurrectionists weren't heroes. They were traitors to our country and our government and our vote. The stop the steal bullshit and all this stuff they keep clamoring on about with the with fucking the Cheeto Dust monster talking about the Wisconsin Supreme Court, Peter Navarro, Christina Bob, that fucking scumbag talking about how they're going to get state legislators to give new electors and send it to Congress and some dumbass shit. This is all coup. It's all coup attempts. It's all against our Constitution. There's nothing in those documents that give the right to any of these people to do what they say they're doing. They're traitors. They are fucking traitors. It is a Cheeto dust confederacy. That's part of the Roe v. Wade decision is to create a Cheeto dust confederacy. We see the fucking attorney general of Indiana today more concerned, more concerned about 
how a, a little girl who was fucking raped and impregnated and couldn't receive an abortion because she was fucking raped in Ohio, crossing a border, she's more worried about prosecuting her and they're worried about the immigration status of the man who raped her. He's a fucking rapist. Charge him. Who gives a shit who he is or what he is or where he came from, what his name is. He's a fucking rapist. Charge him. But they're more concerned. Oh, the Indiana Attorney General is going to go to every link necessary to make sure to charge the person that brought this little girl to Indiana to make sure she didn't carry that incestual rapist baby to term. A little girl. Not a, not, not a young woman. A little girl. Ten years old. You fucking scumbags in Indiana. You Republican scumbags. That support this attorney general? Fuck you all the way. Fuck you all the way off. Ashley Babbitt's husband and you. They're traitors. They're traitors. It's what they are. It's a Cheeto Dust Confederacy. It's what they want. I talked about it yesterday. Greg Abbott signed that bill into law that allowed... That young man to go into the school in Uvalde and murder those children. Greg Abbott did that. It's on his hands. And we can't let up. We have to politicize every single one of these issues. Everyone's like, oh, don't politicize it, Tony. Fuck that shit. Fuck it. You want want to fucking get rid of these fucking fascists? You want them to crawl back underneath their fucking rocks where they belong? Well, let's play ball. Let's do this. Let's play politics, baby. Let's do that shit. Let's politicize the ever-loving fuck out of this. Let's do that. Yeah, you'll, you'll, they'll say all kinds of shit about me. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. You think the fuck em guy cares what the hell they say about me? I don't give a shit. Fuck em. Let's politicize the shit out of this. So come here every single weekday, Monday through Friday, for two full hours. And you'll learn how to politicize the ever-loving fuck out of this shit. Take it out into your communities and engage in the ballot like I've been talking about. Have that strategic outrage. Be pissed. Make sure you're engaging in your ballot. Not just marking your ballot, but engaging in it. That's what democracy is. We have to do democracy. We have to fucking do the shit. To save it. You can't just sit around and hope everyone goes and votes. You have to engage. You have to get people engaged. You have to get them to want to vote. Best way to get someone to vote is to vote against something. By God, there's nothing better than people being motivated to go vote against something. Trust me, it's politics. Ah, you may say, ah, you're out of your mind. You're crazy. Let's hold hands and do kumbaya. Nope, we're way past that fucking point of playing kumbaya with any kind of fucking nincompoop Nazis like Ashley Babbitt. Fuck that shit. You want a bunch of Ashley Babbitts running your fucking, your your county? You want a bunch of Ashley Babbitts running your fucking school board and your state? Dictating who and what and can and where in your state? You want these people going up to Washington? Ashley Babbitts? To go up to what is, have you seen her fucking rants? She's out of her fucking mind. Was out of her fucking mind. Sorry, I got the wrong tense there. I don't want to offend anybody. (laughs) Actually, I I do. I do. 
Get offended. Get offended, you right-wingers. Get offended, you QAnoners. Give a fuck. We need to offend these people. It's enough of this nincompoop Nazi bullshit. This fascism. This fucking Cheeto dust confederacy. It's time for us to fight back. This bullshit about gas prices and the economy and the media buying into it. I talked about it yesterday. These motherfuckers buying into this bullshit. Listen, wages are up 17%. Because of inflation. Because people have mobility and jobs. Because there's demand. Don't let the Fed gaslight you. Don't let don't let anyone gaslight you, especially the fucking media. They are derelict in their duty here. They are not reporting the fucking facts. Just because they report what the gas prices are for three, four fucking months about how they're going up, eh, not a goddamn word about them fucking tumbling down. About how they were wrong. They were fucking wrong. They're wrong about inflation, too. Yes, inflation hurts. Anytime the economy changes, it always, always hurts the middle and lower class in this country. Always. And the trouble that we have right now is we've had two changes in the last two years. One because of the pandemic and the response from fucking Captain Dumbfuck. And then once we get a reasonable motherfucker in office to actually have a response to the pandemic and the economy, the economy changes. So yeah, it's a it's difficult. It's a difficult economic time. But it doesn't mean the economy's bad. That's all a bunch of horse shit. They're trying to sell you so the fascists get in office so they can take your fucking economy away from you. And I'm talking about your personal economy. They want to destroy the economy. Jim Jordan can't wait. Can't wait for the economy be, to be destroyed. To blame it on Joe Biden so he can get reelected to really fuck with the economy. Fuck these motherfuckers. Fight back this nonsense, this bullshit. Our unemployment rate is damn near 3.5%, which is almost nothing in the history of our country. Wages are up. People have job mobility. The only places that have now hiring signs that are begging for fucking labor are the ones who aren't paying what the labor's worth. That's why no one's fucking working there. So you can be damn rest assured if you go to some some business establishment and they only got one motherfucker working in there and can't serve the customers, it's because the people who own that son of a bitch aren't trading enough money for the labor. I wish people would understand that in this economy. We've been so fucking brainwashed by the goddamn media about how fucking free markets work. And brainwashed by the goddamn GQP, the fascist. As if as if the corporation and the company you work for is doing you a favor by paying you for your labor. Fuck that shit. Get the fuck out of here with that. They are not doing you a favor. You are doing them a favor. You are providing them your labor for their production, for their profits. And it's a trade. You are trading your labor for money and benefits. That is the fucking case. Look, most people in this country don't have a lot of fucking money and capital to trade. They don't. The best capital you have is your fucking labor most of the time. That's what most Americans trade for money, is their fucking labor. 
They're not doing you the privilege of giving you a job. Fuck that shit. And I think Americans during the pandemic realized this as corporations would shit all over them. Shit all over them. I think people realized that, yeah, I can go get a better job somewhere else. Fuck this guy. Fuck this company. Treat me like I'm a piece of fucking meat. Like I owe them a favor. Fuck that shit. They owe me a favor. I'm the one giving my labor. I'm the one producing the profit for them. Yeah, they hold the capital. They hold the money, which that's why they own the company. But their company would be shit without us. We know that now. And the pandemic just made that very apparent and obvious. And that's why we have the mobility and the demand. This idea that the economy's bad is a bunch of bullshit. It's just a bunch of nonsense. Do the fucking math. The demand demand is what drives the economy. That's what drives it. That's it. There's no supply-side economics. The Republicans tried to sell us that shit, and they're still trying to sell us that shit. And you should know if Republicans are trying to sell you something, it's a motherfucking lie. Been a lie, always was a lie, always will be a lie. Supply-side economics are boneheaded, and that's not how it fucking works. At all. Not even close. It's demand that drives the economy. Just tick back. If you can remember 2008, when everyone stopped spending money because it dried up, there was no demand because no one was spending money. Think about this for a second. Think about this for a second. Their idea is to draw us into a recession with higher interest rates. That's the idea. To try to 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 placate to the media. To try to placate to the fucking fascist. And the more you believe it, and the more you fucking say shit like that, you pro-democracy people out there who placate into this bad economy inflation shit, you're only causing and helping the problem of them raising interest rates on us, the American people, us. The people with the money aren't going to pay the fucking interest rates. They have the money. The people who are going to pay the money on the interest rates are the people trading their labor. Because not, you're not trading money to get money. You're trading your labor. That's how you live. That's how you survive. That's how you make it in a, this free market that we've created. That the Republicans want to tear down. They want to make it autocracy. They want to make it a fascist state. Which is not free market. But they're trying to convince you that inflation is worse than high interest rates. And it's not. That's all bullshit. You're going to spend more money if you are a person who is trading your labor for money. You have debt, a car, a house, all these things. You're going to pay more money with higher interest rates than you are with inflation. It's really boneheaded shit type shit and the media is not saying it. And you definitely aren't going to see Republicans tell you the fucking truth. They're not going to tell you the fucking truth. Jesus Christ, the truth is their fucking enemy. (laughs) We see that with the January 6th Select Committee. Over and over and over, time and time, every time we have one. Jesus, there's so many goddamn pieces of truth that are their fucking enemy, you can't even keep track of them. So be pro-democracy. Be pro-America. 
That's actual patriotism. To believe in your fucking country. To believe in your fellow countrymen. That they can make the right decisions based on what, how they want to trade their fucking labor. That's why labor unions are so goddamn important. To make sure that these fucking corporations understand that you're not doing us a favor. We're doing you a favor. You're getting our labor at a discount, frankly. You pieces of fucking shit. Gouging the fuck out of us on the ass end of it, too. That's where a bunch of disinflation is coming from. And now, (laughs) if you think corporations are going to lower your prices as interest rates go up, you are a fucking bonehead. Until demand starts to drop, they're not going to lower their prices. Why would they? As long as you're still spending money, which Americans are, which you should be. You should spend your money the way you want. You work hard for it. You've gotten raises. You've moved jobs to get a better pay. And yes, some Americans are still hurting because all these things, whether it's inflation, the interest rates going up, recession, the economy always affects the folks that are trading labor the most because they get the least amount of money for their labor, whereas someone with capital, with money, gets a hell of a lot more money for their capital. We got to pluck our head out of our asses here. It's enough of this fascist-ass bullshit, this fucking talking lines from the right wing and the far right. Fuck them. We do not have to placate into their nonsense. Rather, the media parrots it or not, which they are parroting it. Squawk, squawk, squawk about how the inflation bad, inflation bad. Well, what about inflation of wages, motherfucker? What about that? That doesn't sound bad to me at all. What about inflation on that price of your uh, price of the the actual assets that you own? If you're a homeowner out there, you've gained a lot of fucking capital in the last two years because of inflation. If you're not a homeowner, your labor has been inflated. This is nonsense, and we need to stop playing into their fucking hands here. We gotta stop. We gotta stop being on opposite teams when we're on the same motherfucking team. We're on the team of democracy here until we decide that we're going to fight for one fucking goal which is to make sure our goddamn democracy stands so that we can fight out these fucking issues that we want to fight out what should the minimum wage be what kind of healthcare system should we have should children start school at three instead of five we don't want people to fucking go broke because of a medical bill or a goddamn college education to advance their career and to do good by America and production and the way of life here in our country and our democracy. These are the ideas we should be we should be fighting about, but we can't fight those ideas with fascists. We can't we can't set policy with on those issues with them in control. Are you fucking out of your mind? So pluck your head out of your ass and understand, understand that the democracy is the thing that gets you what you want and it is it always going to deliver everything you want. There's two things at play here and I keep talking about them. I keep saying this. I'm going to beat it into every brain that I can. There is government, which is policy. That's the line items and all the shit that we want to do to make this country better. 
codify Roe v. Wade. Make sure women... uh, Jesus Christ, we should go back and just do the ERA for crying out loud. The Equal Rights Amendment. Making sure to, to, to extend voting rights. Not take them away. Make sure everyone who is eligible to vote can and has an easy way to vote. Rather that be early dropping a ballot in a ballot box by mail, however we can do it to make it easy for someone to participate and engage in their democracy, we should be doing that. To make sure that kids start their education at three instead of five, and their education doesn't fucking hinder them after they leave high school for their entire fucking lives and leave them in debt to the fucking government. Make sure that you don't go broke because of a medical bill. But it's up to you. It's up to you, the pro-democracy voters out there. The pro-democracy coalition. Because granted, it is a coalition, folks. We are the most diverse coalition. And not just by gender, not not just by race, not just by religion, but by beliefs. Yes, the the pro-democracy coalition has democratic socialists in it. It has liberals in it. It has progressives in it. It has people who advocate for women's rights, who advocate for LGBTQ rights, who advocate for voting rights. We have independents. We have moderates. We're not going to agree on a lot of things. So let's let's do the thing that we can all agree on, that us, the pro-democracy people, are the ones who should be in charge of policy in this country because we are the only ones that fucking are level-headed and or even adhere to any kind of reality to bring this country forward to make sure we don't topple into a fascist state. And we cannot negotiate with a bunch of nincompoop Nazis. We can't do it. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. Fuck the GQP. That's your, that's your fucking campaign strategy. Fuck them. They're not going to work for you. They're not. And yeah, you're not going to agree with all the candidates that you're going to have to vote for. But there, but the, you are going to agree on one thing, and you should, is that we are a democracy at the very least. But we want pro-democracy policy in place. And we want it now. We don't want to wait. And the only way to do that is to every single election is the next biggest election, folks. That's how democracy is. If you're pro-democracy and you're sitting there thinking, oh, well, Tony, every single election is the biggest election. And that's all it is. Just get re-elected. That's democracy. What do you think elections are? They're fucking democracy. And we always have one every two years, sometimes every year, depending on which state you live in. We have key elections because that is democracy. That's what it is. You should be excited about voting. I wish we could vote every fucking six months. Every six months we should be voting. Hell, every three months. That's democracy. That's the beautiful part of it. Is to not just vote, but to engage in it. That's what we have to do. That's where we have to get to in this pro-democracy coalition. We have to be excited about the next big election of how we can change. And right now, the biggest thing that we can change is to make sure more pro-democracy candidates 
represent us, not just in the federal government. We got it. We got to make sure they represent us in the Senate and the House. We have to make sure of that. But these governor's races are crucially important. In Texas, Beto O'Rourke is the pro-democracy candidate. He is. He's the pro-democracy candidate. You may not agree with Beto on every single issue. That's okay. But the key thing is, is that Beto believes in democracy. He believes in it. And that's the key. That's the key. In Georgia, Brian Kemp hates democracy. So much so that he wants to take democracy away from people and take their vote away from them. Stacey Abrams wants democracy. She wants the voice of the people to be heard. Forget about all the other issues. That is the one that is the most important in our time. The most important. So engage in your democracy. Participate. Do that thing we call democracy and be excited about it. Be excited that this is the this is the most important election of our lifetime. That's right. Be excited. Cuz you have the ability to make this a historic election for democracy. We see the polls moving in Ohio and Pennsylvania in those key Senate races. You turn those seats and we keep the Democratic seats that are at stake in Georgia and Arizona and some of these other key states. You just give two, just two. Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema are irrelevant. That's right. They're irrelevant. We can carve out exceptions to the filibuster. We may not be able to tear it apart yet, but we can carve out exceptions to do the bare minimum, Jesus Christ, of democracy. You know, voting rights, codifying fucking women's bodily autonomy for crying out loud. But it's up to you. You are the one. So stop buying into this fucking bullshit about uh, these Republicans trying to convince America that our country sucks. Our country does not suck. Our country is not bad. Yes, we we have a lot of bad history and we've done a lot of bad things because we've let fucking right-wingers and quasi-right-wingers be in power. But that's because we did not engage and participate in our democracy. So today is the day. Now. Now is the time to participate. Do what you can do. I yell and scream into my microphone every single day. That's what I'm good at. That's what I do. You could give some money to a campaign. Fill out some postcards. Make some phone calls. Text message. Find those campaigns that you want. But be pro-democracy and show that you're pro-democracy. We're going to get into the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends and the Shit List Roundup when we come back from this break. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. We'll be right back. Mark, 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Are you numb and alone after storming the Capitol? Have you been left out in the cold after stealing Nancy Pelosi's mail? Do you feel exposed to a government that doesn't share your patriotic values? 
If any of these describe you, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Paul Gosar, and thanks to my new product, Pardon Blanket, I've got you covered. Pardon Blanket specifically works to make you feel safe and cozy after your involvement on January 6th. And if you're one of the other members of Congress who also helped with the attempted coup, Pardon Blanket will protect you too. Pardon Blanket is made of a sort of soft fleece and a layer of sheep's wool. And they're 100% made in the USA. Don't delay and get your pardon blanket today for just $99.99. Actual pardon's not guaranteed. Jumping back into it, this is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for sticking around through the break. single weekday, Monday through Friday, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific, every single weekday, two hours a day. We are a week away from the hearing, the next hearing, folks, and it's supposed to be the the uh, final hearing in this series. Uh, some of the word that we're getting from D.C. and some of the insiders into the January 6th elect hearings are saying that this is a series of hearings that they possibly after their August break will come back and do another series depending on the evidence that they collect. And boy, are they still collecting evidence. We watched as uh, Liz Cheney burned down Donald Trump's house <laughs> when she called him out for committing witness tampering, a federal felony at the last hearing where they're trying to tamper with witnesses, which is uh, par for the course for Trump. This is shit that he does and shit that he knows and shit that he's going to continue to do. He's not going to stop witness tampering. He's not going to stop. And I actually believe that Liz Cheney was not only putting him on check and putting him on blast, but she was asking other people who had been tampered with to go report it. Like, hey, it's a crime to tamper with witnesses. You want a way to exolve yourself away from this fucking fool? Here's the chance. Here's your t- chance to report a federal crime where he tampered with you. I I believe that it... Do you think Donald Trump just crimed once? <laughs> you think that's the only witness he tampered with? Jesus Christ, we've seen some text messages uh, that was trying to tamper with Cassidy Hutchinson, for fuck's sake. That seemed to be tampering for Mark Meadows. Now, regardless, whether Mark Meadows directed that or Donald Trump, I think we're going to have the evidence. And that's the other fucking thing. These right-wingers are saying, oh, he pocket-dialed. He pocket-dialed. You can pocket-dial someone. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. What's the fuck? Number one, what's the fucking chances that Donald Trump would pocket-dial a witness that is about to give evidence against him that he committed crimes? Come on. Number one. Number two, we can prove this stuff. You can prove it. You got the timestamp of the phone call. You got to... You could probably zoom in on a certain area where the phone call was fucking made from, from pinging towers. The other thing, too, is it's a fucking federal crime, and they take, the DOJ takes witness tampering more seriously than almost anything but fucking murder. I mean, they do not like when you fucking tamper with their witnesses. It pisses them the fuck off. Pisses them off. <laughs> That's why that's why they do not give two fucks. Here's an example. Remember, Jared Kushner's dad went to federal prison. The guy went to federal prison because he was tampering with witnesses. 
He probably would have won that case. Possibly. Who knows? But he went to prison because he was tampering with witnesses. That was easy. Again, slam dunk easy. And if you don't believe that Donald Trump is sitting around eating McDonald's outside in, in, at his golf club while he's fucking trying to call witnesses and tamper with them, give me a fucking break. Of course he was. And there's cameras all over the place in those places. And when you have a crime, eh, the DOJ can subpoena just about any evidence they want with a crime. The federal judge will give a warrant. If you got a time, date, and stamp, and you know where that phone was, eh, you might just get a video at that moment of someone holding it, looking at it. You know, maybe trying to make a fucking phone call. Not pocket dialing. Come on. Give me a fucking break. This motherfucker is screwed. Trump is fucked here. Completely fucked. Especially since we know Trump just didn't make one phone call to tamper with a witness. Fuck no. No fucking way. Did he just call one motherfucker? We watched as those son of a bitches desperately called time and time and time again. We've already watched the evidence of Rudy Giuliani, Jenna Ellis, the White House, and fucking Trump himself calling these state election officials and begging them, begging them to make him king and dictator without any evidence whatsoever. And you think he just called and intimidated and tampered with one witness? Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Liz Cheney was putting it on blast so that other people who had been tampered with have an opportunity to get in front of the committee and the DOJ to cut a deal. That's where we're at in this. Anyone out there who says, Oh, the DOJ and the select committee, they're not blah, 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 but fucking get the fuck out of here with that shit. They absolutely are cooperating. They absolutely are making a case. They are going to go after these motherfuckers. Now, I have to agree. If they indict and convict Trump, if that happens, I'm not sure how they imprison him. He's a former president. I, I, I would agree that's a little difficult to find a place to imprison him. I, I don't know. what We've never been there before, right? So we don't know what that is. I'll agree with that. But the fact remains, he's going to be indicted. That is what's going to happen. Trust me. Just go back to my Elon Musk prediction and know that I, ha I have a crystal ball. And part of my crystal ball is my co-host. Um, he's he's got I don't know he's got some kind of secret algorithm over there where he figures out things. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, uh, <clears throat> this morning uh, it is clear that the the right wingers are really fucking terrified because Ashley oh, yeah. is um, is trending again because I guess Hunter's husband... Hunter's trending today. Oh, he's is he? Been, he's Hunter's been trending well since the beginning of the week. Right. Even I think maybe a little bit of the weekend, but as we've led up to this additional hearing that we had on Tuesday, it right. would be going to, you know, they're like, well, look at this footage. And it's like one private citizen two, he didn't try to, he didn't try to overthrow the government and, and, and throw a coup. Right. So like you guys trying to this, what about ism doesn't really apply here. <laughs> like, yeah, we can agree that Hunter Biden, you know, he's not a, you know, he has a lot of shit going on. But he's not making money off the presidency. He's not using nepotism right. to gain positions of power and then use that after the fact, like people like Ivanka or Jared, right? right? Like I could, 
I saw Tom Cotton saying that um, oh, Jesus. This Hunter was the only person or is the only child to make more money than you know the president or the father, which is like I could name 640 million reasons specifically why that's not true for Ivanka and Jared and an additional $2 billion if we want to go for a non-immediate family. Uh, it's the dumbest shit ever. But it, it, again, it, here's they, here's the tweet. They, I don't mean to skip ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's uh, here's Tom got and I I tweeted directly at him. I said you're dumber than a bag of fucking hammers. Right. Uh, Hunter Biden, maybe the only um, only American. Are you fucking shit me? Yeah. Who became wealthier since his father became president? Jesus Christ. You fucking get the fuck out of here with that shit. And, and maybe he's projecting here that he knows the Trump family is going to be broker than a joke here soon. I mean, that's the road we're headed down. Yeah. Um, with with what we're seeing. I mean, he's also made what? Five, five million from the NRA and two, or mean, two million from the you NRA. Mean, five you mean Tom Gotten himself? Tom Gotten. Yeah, yeah. Tom Gotten was a big beneficiary since he's been elected. Right. I think it's two two million from the NRA, five million from the Koch brothers. I believe you know. Hmm. I wonder why his views are the way they are. Hmm. I wonder hmm. if they're bought and paid. Weird. <laughs> it's almost like they're given talking points. I mean, right. you got to give it to conservatives, right? They they know exactly the talking points they have to make, and they'll make them regardless of the mental gymnastics and pretzel logic that they have. Right? Uh, it is very impressive, but also just shockingly dumb. Right. Well. Back to the witness tampering here, because yeah. I, I want to remind the audience, again, I, I wish I had a sign up here behind me that said something like, conspiracy theories aren't conspiracy theories. Tony Michaels, you know, like Steve Bannon has, <laughs> something like that. Uh, of course, I got my nugs, not drugs sign. Right, so right, right. It's not my, it's not my quote, but it's a good one. I mean, you could do a quote, you could do like a Michael Scott, Wayne Gretzky, you know, kind of thing where it's like, you're quoting someone else, but it's your quote. Right. Well, yeah. hey, that's a good idea. Yeah. Here's the thing. If we're talking about witness tampering, and I believe Liz Cheney's statement when she ta- when she said about the the call, because Newsmax is acting like Donald Trump fucking butt dialed this person or something. Right. You get the fuck out of here. He pulled a Rudy. Shit. He butt dialed. It's bullshit. like bullshit. Here's the thing. You can have evidence because there's you a probably time left stamp. the voicemail. Well, that's a good point. I want. I want to. I want to. I want to point out something here. There were two individuals just in the last several weeks during while the hearings were going on and Evans was being collected, especially after Cassidy Hutchinson uh, testified. And it was very well known to the to the uh, January 6th committee and also the DOJ at this point that she was tampered with. Right. Right. If you if you don't believe that the witness tampering that happened with Cassidy Hutchinson didn't get reported to the DOJ, you're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. It definitely did. Because t- witness tampering is a very, 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 very uh, high felony that they love to prosecute, yeah. especially if they can prove it. Now, here's the thing. There were two individuals who were very close to Trump, especially in this scheme to overturn the uh, the government of the United States in January of 2020. Their names are Jeffrey Clark and John Eastman. Mm-hmm. We know that their cell phones, their Fucking cell phones were targeted. You don't think, you don't believe that maybe those cell phones hold that witness tampering evidence? Right. You got to be out of your fucking mind if you don't understand what is happening and you can see the case that not only the January 6th Select Committee, but the Department of Justice, the Department of Justice seized those phones. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you can't see that the January 6th Select Committee is going, hey, here's evidence of tampering, they hand it over to DOJ, DOJ acts, grabs those fucking phones, you're not paying attention. 
You're not paying attention. Now, it goes to beg a why haven't we gotten Donald Trump's phone? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's the reason why they're distracting us with Ashley Babbitt and Hunter Biden here. Right. I mean, they did go down and seize 15 boxes worth of, of classified documents. And we still don't. And here's the thing. I don't think that the um, the National Archives team has actually given that over. Because I know that it was requested by the January 6th committee. And I think Benny Thompson was like, we requested, but we were denied. Right. Well, and I mean, that's that's typical government. Well, that's right, typical right. government agency stuff that I mean, that, who knows? Maybe there's a video that comes out sometime before the next hearing and and maybe talks about what was in those 15 boxes are you saying we might have some evidence quote unquote it it might be found footage okay you know okay well you know what we should also find we should also find those voicemails yes i bet there's voicemails on eastman and and clark's phone or some other phones maybe yeah or maybe even the phone that was that the that trump was calling right maybe because here's the other thing too that people aren't realizing is that they're like oh it was a butt dial da 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 okay let's say that trump did dial that that did butt dial this person right how would the committee know and how would the person on the receiving end know that Trump was trying to talk to them and have and commit witness tampering, right? You don't just butt dial. You'd hear some conversation be like, oh, that's weird. I got a weird phone call from Donald Trump, right? Right. You'd hear or, swish, swish, swish. Because right, right, right. he would probably have it in like the McDonald's sack right. or something and then he'd as be he's like, golfing. And he'd be like, I love a golden shower. You know, if you hear stuff like that, like that on there and that would be it. And you wouldn't you wouldn't think anything of it, but you also wouldn't think like, oh, this guy's calling me to uh, intimidate me or or talk about the, the trial. Right. Or the 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 investigation. It would only right, because because be, a butt dial and a butt a butt dial voicemail. As right. It were. You're just, yeah, you're saying. But here's the thing. They didn't answer the phone. Liz Cheney said they did not answer the phone and they referred it to the committee as well as the DOJ, which means that the only way that they would know this was witness tampering is if Donald Trump and his fucking dumbass orange fat ogre body decided to leave a voicemail from his phone or even if it wasn't his phone, it's clearly Donald Trump's voice and calling from Mar-a-Lago saying, hey, you know, uh, I hear you're going to be on the uh, in front of the committee, uh, gonna give a deposition. Just remember, I love you and be loyal. Like he's gonna say some of dumb shit he's like say that. Shit like that. But what? he cannot help himself from doing that. You know what we should do? We should try to dig these voicemails up. We should oh try yeah, to yeah. Find these things. Yeah, up. I'm pretty sure we can find. And them. What we should do is we should publish them once we find them. Yeah. So that way, journalists out there, really good journalists who do, do right. a lot of background, they exactly. do a lot of research on things mm-hmm. that they see on the internet, that they can see it and really spread it around. Yeah, you know. That's what they should do. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe for tomorrow's show, you know, we'll have some voicemails. Maybe. maybe. Actually, speaking of voicemail, I want to go to the shit list roundup where we round up all the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends here. Because I have a voicemail I want your opinion on. It's oh. from Marjorie Taylor Greene about rigging elections, maybe. So let's okay. start the countdown.
Shit List. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. We have reached the part of the show where we round up all the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends called the Shit List Roundup. This is the voicemail. Or it's that voicemail recording. I'm not sure what this is. It's kind of cut up. Uh, mm-hmm. Katie, Katie posted, said this should be bigger news. Uh, the, the account... A proud woke progressive posted this video. It's got thirty four thousand views, so it's spreading around a little bit. Mm. Um, now I'm not sure what it is. Right? It says here: here's Marjorie Taylor Greene telling a donor to commit voter fraud by temporary by using a temporary Georgia address. Now this video is cut. Okay, um, that's what makes me suspicious about it in the first place. It is a little cut up. But let's listen to the phone call. Uh, it's only twenty four seconds. We might have to listen to it a couple times, but mm-hmm. I want to get your opinion on what you think about this. Yeah, yeah. Say you voted in, were you California? Say you voted in California for the general election. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to, you could move to Georgia temporarily. Just move here. Rent, rent a little place. All you need is one, like a, a bill and, a, uh, um, and you know, in your social security card. And you can go get a Georgia driver's license and register to vote. And you could vote in our Senate races. And... Okay, so it feels like to me that the audio is a little cut. It may be, it may not be. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So she's talking. Can we, sorry, can we go? Can we just pull it back on the screen? We can keep talking. I just want to pull it back on the screen real quick. Yeah. Can you mm-hmm. can you scrub through there? I want to see. Uh... Okay, wait. Uh, uh, fuck, go back. It's okay, so we have a 24 minute call, and that's the number seven. Wait. Seven seven zero six zero five two zero three six. So let's just say live on the air. What if I were to oh call this God. number? Hey, look, look, look. We're we're uh we're going we're going to do investigative journalism. Seven seven zero six zero five two zero three six. All right, I'll put it on speakerphone. Let's see what happens. You'd shit if she picks up the phone. I'm sure they've gotten thousands of phone calls this morning. Hello? Hello? (laughs) No one? Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. I'll leave a voicemail. 7-0-6-0-5-2-0-3-6 is not available. Hi, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Is this you? Just wanted to call and confirm as we have you live on the Tony Michael show right now. Uh, we noticed that there was a phone call that came from you to someone allegedly telling them to commit voter fraud. Just wanted to get a quote from you. Give me a call back at 708-21. Oh, I'm not going to tell my number. Uh... <laughs> the number that's on the caller ID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, good talking to you. Bye. There we go. Hopefully we'll get a response from from old Marge uh, to give us a statement here at the Tony Michaels podcast on this video. That seems to be her saying, hey, hey, go commit voter fraud. Now, again, to me, this is a 24-minute call, right? So we don't, in this 24 seconds, we don't know what was said the 24 minutes before this, correct? We just don't know. Right. But here's the thing. Is I could I could see where she is saying this is what Democrats tried to do right before this little diatribe, mm-hmm. like and she's describing some kind of weird ass conspiracy theory. 
Because, frankly, this is fucking boneheaded shit. Yeah. To think that people are going to spend all their money to to pack their shit and temporarily move. Because you're not talking about just renting, the way she says, renting a place. You actually have to provide permanent residence. Right. You have to change your ID. You have to change your voting status. I mean, there's shit that has to be done to do that. And it's not just like you rent a place in Georgia and act like you're there permanently. Yeah. Right. I mean, I guess, I guess you uh, one could do that, like Mark Meadows, but it would. Be, I mean, it could. It would she, be voter I mean, fraud. Who knows? You know, she might be uh, giving this advice to people like um, Herschel Walker. It could be. Well, I mean, he is a carpetbagger for sure. He does not live in Georgia. Yep. Um, have you received a phone call back yet? And from Marge for a statement. I really would like to get her statement if we could get a phone call back. That sucks. Yeah. I wish she would. I wish she would have answered. She could just answer the phone. It'd be great. Yeah, it would be great. Uh, (laughs) You would shit if that's her real cell phone number, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's so. uh, Let me just Google this really quick. It was seven seven zero six zero five two zero three six is a number on this video. That's the number on the video. I don't know. Let's see, 770. It's a Georgia number. That's Ooh, one thing. Uh-oh. All right, Ro. That's six the right zero spot. Five. So, All right, I'll why, keep looking. But yeah. yeah, why you're looking there? Because, again... Oh, shit. What? That is her number. Are you fucking shitting me? Hold on. All right. According to... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What is this number? Hold on. <laughs> oh, Marjorie Taylor Green. Marjorie Taylor Green. Yes, CrossFit Passion. 11445 North Fulton Industrial Boulevard, Alpharetta, Georgia 30009, 7706052036, Marjorie Green. Whoa. CrossFit Passion at gmail.com. <laughs> so this is a confirmation here on the Tony Michaels podcast as best as we can with the research that we have at hand that this phone call on this screen here that number is her number yeah on this on this video now again it is hard to tell in this video to be honest with you Gabe it is hard to tell in this video if this is audio from another call and they're just you know putting it on this video because you can do that right we know you can cut a video right right, cut the audio from something else and put it on there so again i want everyone to question this video right Mm -hmm. i want them to question this video that's what i want you to do because we don't know what was said the 24 minutes before but it appears it appears at first glance that marjorie taylor green is actually trying to convince people on the phone to commit voter fraud. It's weird stuff. It's weird stuff. Can you imagine being a politician and have to call thousands and thousands of people to convince them to commit this type of voter fraud so that you can win? This is really weird stuff. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe 24 minutes before and 24 minutes after. I don't know how long she was on the phone to sell them. Hey... Uh, you should commit voter fraud and this is how you do it. Go to this place, rent a little apartment or a space or get a PO box or whatever it is, you know? Well, let's Uh, listen. Let's listen to the tape one more time. Let's listen to it one more time. So say you voted in California. 
say you voted in California for the general election, mm-hmm. if you wanted to, you could move to Georgia temporarily. Just move here, rent, rent a little place. All you need is one, like a, a bill and, a, uh, um, and you know, in your social security card, and you can go get a Georgia driver's license and register to vote, and you could vote in our Senate races. And so say you voted in, one more time. in California, say you voted in California for the general election, Mm-hmm. If you wanted to, you could move to Georgia temporarily. Just move here, rent, rent a little place. All you need is one, like a, a bill and, a, uh, um, and so, you know, in your social security card, and you can go get a Georgia driver's license and register to vote, and you could vote in our Senate races. And So Marjorie Taylor Greene, if you got uh, Gabe's voicemail, please contact us here at the Tony Michaels Podcast. You can email us. You can go the online. other. So I've been I've been continuing to dig yeah. into this. Yeah, go ahead. So it's no longer called CrossFit Passion. It's called United Performance FTC. Still same location, but different number. So I don't know. I'm I'm not sure in terms of like what the transfer of ownership or the new name or what the what the for the phone are. number for the phone for the number. phone number but also for the business so it's right. still a crossfit gym but i don't remember if she sold i don't know if she sold it or like you know let's see so let because well, everyone's in the comments at i want to I, I want everyone to understand that this video can be edited to make it look right. this way i i as i said I, allegedly right i think i actually believe that this video could be real but that's why we want marge to make a statement here she Mm -hmm. needs to get out and make a statement and do a press release whether this phone call is real or not i really want her to to, let's let's get her to make a statement whether this goddamn voicemail is real or not I mean, obviously she'll lie more, just like she lies about everything else. I mean, she continued has been proved to be a a liar. I mean, and she's continued to continue to do stupid shit that a congressperson shouldn't be doing. Like if this is real, Mm -hmm. if this is if this video is real of her actually trying to get someone to commit voter fraud in Georgia. Yeah, man, I think I think there are authorities that would like to see this and hear this and see what her statement is on this. I would believe maybe just maybe. But but here's the thing. We left her a voicemail. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully she'll get back to Gabe. See, if we. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I'm starting to think that the number no longer. I mean, like the name still comes up in searches for CrossFit Passion. So in other words, the they name... may have gotten rid of the phone number. Possibly, possibly, but they they changed the name. So, like, if I look up MapQuest, which is a throwback for people, uh, I'm still Whoa, getting MapQuest? seven seven yeah seven seven zero number ninety nine. It is. <laughs> I'm gonna print this out in a second. Uh, but then if I go online and I look other places, it says that it changed its name to um, cro- uh, was it was Passion CrossFit or CrossFit Passion, and then became united performance and their number is different they're a 470 number hmm very interesting very interesting well marge if you got if you can hear us and you got our voicemail get mm-hmm. back with us and let us know what you think of this video right. that is spreading around the internet we really want to know we are very curious if this video is real or not 
And if it is fake, tell us why it is, and I want you to prove it. That's what I want you to do. Um, <laughs> so thank you, KD, uh, for pointing this out here uh, to me so that we could, you know, track this down a bit. That's what we do here at the Tony Michaels Podcast. Um, you know, we, we're we're not we're not just self-proclaimed satirist and commentary. We actually try to do a little bit of due diligence, game. right? Do a little bit of due diligence. Just a little. Just just want to get just want to get an idea. Just you know, like I said, I let the voicemail. I said allegedly. You know, just looking for a quote. Well, just looking for a I quote. just want to see what her response is. Okay, right. so let's go to. We we missed a video. There we missed a couple videos yesterday. Uh, I was super pissed about this Uvalde video that was released, yeah. and not just the video that was released, but going back and watching Greg Appen's prior statements where he fucking lied about it. Watching the city council tape where they fucking um, they they demean the media for releasing the tape that shows that those. Uh, police officers were cowards, um, and I don't want to spend too much more time on that because I want to get to some video that is important here. Now, one of them is this video uh, of Josh H- Holly getting his ass handed to him, and I believe this happened on July 12th. So this happened on Tuesday is when this uh, happened. The mm-hmm. recount here has a, a clip of it from the PBS uh, NewsHour. Uh, but th- this professor that you're going to see uh, Kyra Bridges, and she's uh, from Berkeley, I believe, correct? Is that right? I believe yep. she's... Yeah, she's a UC Berkeley. Yeah, UC Berkeley professor, and she's there to talk about reproductive rights. Um, and she's a witness. Josh Hawley is a senator in that committee, so he has the right, as a senator, afforded to him by his constituents, to ask her questions. Uh, because she is a witness. Now, he's a fucking transphobe, a homophobe, he's a pile of shit, he's a fascist racist misogynist the list goes on and on and on here mm-hmm. seditionist traitor you but know. law professor bridges absolutely wads him up and dunks him in the fucking trash here right you have to see this video so let's go to the video here um and i may want to again watch the part where she slam dunks him a couple times so bear with me you referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy it, would that be women just the actual disdain of this motherfucker towards yeah. towards women. Just the you smug motherfucker, you smug son of a bitch. It, it really pisses me off that he's the senator from my state. To be honest, yeah, that piece of shit. How he's holding that pencil? Act like he's gonna stab somebody? You fuck. Okay, let's continue. I'm so triggered. He yeah. is. He is. He is. He is triggered. Let's watch. Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, There are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. Boom! Boom! This is the fucking Matt Walsh shit. This uh, That motherfucker's trending, too, because he was like, oh, she can't say what a woman is. You can't either, you piece of shit. That's why you made a movie that's called What is a Woman? Because you clearly do not know. Right. You clearly do not know that a woman is a gender that someone identifies as. You fucking bonehead. But watch. This is now she starts here. Watch as she picks him a fuck apart. Watch. This isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a We it's, can it's recognize that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, <laughs> Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is is that the core of this this right then is about what? 
So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, <laughs> um, and it opens up trans people to violence. You referred to... <laughs> mm -hmm. You are a piece of fucking shit. That's what I... I mean, I mean, you know, this is why I can't go be fucking a witness in Congress. I, right. they, they, I wouldn't last two seconds in the fucking room with a guy like Josh Hawley. They would kick me out. Mm -hmm. You are a fucking piece of shit. Number one. Number one, Josh. Can I get this all on the record here? You all are right, a great. piece of fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they wouldn't have me in the room for very long. But the way she basically tells Josh Holly, you are inciting violence against these people right. just by this line of questioning. Because you know, you know the truth, you piece of shit. You know the truth. You're just, it's just your political expedience and your fascism that... That allows you to want to continue this line of questioning to put trans people and women in danger, you motherfucker. Yeah. And and I love how she pointed it out. Just slam dunks him in the trash. So that was the that was the video yesterday that we missed from Josh Holly. I know a lot of people wanted to watch that. We just we actually went over like, I don't know, twenty minutes yesterday and we still didn't mm -hmm. have time. I know. I know to get to that Holly hip Holly clip. That college, that college, I'm, I'm confused. That and we're getting to the end of the phobic fuck. Yeah, shit. Have you gotten a phone call back? I'm, I'm still hoping you mm, get a call right no, here on no. the air. I really believe that the number, no, like it still works. So I don't know where it's going. Like, I, we'll keep talking. I'm going to call this other number. Okay. It's a CrossFit gym, which if I had to guess in my head, then the other number still is registered, but isn't working because the other CrossFit gym is open. And I would imagine that if somebody called, they'd have a voicemail that says like, Hey, welcome to, you know, United performance fitness, blah, 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 blah. Like they would have something to catch you, you know? Well, so a, they lot of times, a lot of times they're like a business. They'll have a business phone and then right. they'll have another business phone that they have like a cell phone um, yeah, yeah. To, to get in touch with someone who is in charge of that business where, you know, the business phone is someone who calls inquiring about hours and that sort of thing. Right. Um, Here's another video I want. I think we missed uh, yesterday of uh, scabby face Steve Bannon. He seems really defeated here in this clip. Uh, mm -hmm. he's, he's completely. He's, he's slowly uh, just kind of decaying. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows? He might decay all the way before he gets inside of jail. Like before right. he even sees prison bars, he might have just like like you know, kind of like a blob, like half on the ground, melted, and he's like. You know, like nothing, nothing really coming out, just like bubbles of of goo popping. That's well, what I imagine would probably happen. So here's I want to point out what I was talking about earlier about his signs behind him here. Mm -hmm. You know, here's this one. It says there are no conspiracies, but there are no coincidence. And he's got his name. So he's got his own quote back. Here. Right, right. And then he's got this other one that says we can do hard things. You can do hard time. That's for sure. Yeah. You can definitely do hard time. But the best part about this shit behind him is the Jesus stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, Jesus. where did he get this? Where did he get this? Is it like a, like a fucking garage sale or something? Look at these. Jesus. This looks like the Jesus, like, uh, so my grandparents used to have uh, this Jesus painting right. kind of whatever. Very above. religious, very Catholic, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. Is it? Yep, exactly. And they had it. As you were going down the stairs, he would just stare at you as you were coming down the stairs. <laughs> would his eyes follow you? Like, like are yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah. They would follow you, but also like the stairs were uh, the 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 difference in height 
was much shorter. Like as I got older, it was like one of those, like had to duck under, you know? So I'm getting like real close to like, just going underneath Jesus to avoid him. But as soon as you're at the (laughs) top, is this the Jesus picture? Is this the one? It looks pretty similar. You know, I think they all kind of look the same. So it just just triggers that memory in you with the, uh... right, right, right. So yeah, whenever we'd go to their house, uh, on my mom's side, it would always be there. And I would always make a joke about it. Um, and yeah, it's just like, you know, it's standard stuff. You see the guy, you see the halo and long hair, the red robe, white, oh, white yeah. shirt, well, you know? Hey, I grew up, I grew up a Catholic. Mm-hmm. It, it just like you in almost every house, you know, family member or, or, or parishioner, you know, fellow parishioner that was a member of the church right. or go to their house or whatever. They always have the last supper, right? Catholics yeah. have a, that, that's yep, a, yep, that's yep, a, yep, yep. you know, and there's different versions of it. But yeah. There's some the first versions. panorama we call it, you know? Right, right, right. And, and. And it's all white people in that, yeah. Yeah, in that yeah. fucking painting. And if any of those people would have been white at all. No, um, yeah, not at all. Not just Jesus, but all of them are white yeah. in that fucking, in that painting. Um, so, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about with the Jesus stuff and the crosses on the wall and the mm-hmm. the Last Supper, the picture of Jesus. Uh, you know, the Lord's Prayer was all over walls, too. I think I think we even actually had one in our house when I was growing up. We had the Our Father Prayer. Mm. Um, I, and I think it was like on a wood plank where it was carved in, right? And that was the that was the prayer on the wall. The, yeah, our father. I luckily did not have any of that type of stuff in my house growing up. Yeah, but I, you know, I went to Catholic grade school, so I had plenty of that oh, for yeah. eight. So you, to had nine hours a day. you had that imagery. You had that imagery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everywhere I went, you know, did church. You guys go to mass every every day. Yeah, yeah, every yeah, day. Yeah, mm-hmm. we went to thirty minute mass. We went there. You know, thirty minute commu- mass, man. Yeah. That's that's humping it, man. Well, I mean, that's that's thirty minutes. We went in, you know. So, I forget after. Uh, I forget what grade we started doing confession, right? Yeah. So uh-huh. that was how many uh, Hail Marys did you have? What was the most Hail Marys? Oh, I don't know. Every time I, every time I went, you know exactly how many fifteen the, Hail Marys and four Our Fathers. Like every time I would go in there, it was always like as a kid. They're like, "So what do you have to be, like? What do you feel guilty about?" Because that's what the question was. <laughs> what do you feel guilty about that you need right. to tell me about? So now throughout my did whole you ever life, tell him the worst things that you did or just like no i would quasi make, I mean, bad things. i would just be like oh my brother and i got in a fight or right. i did this or whatever you know i would also it's like uh look i know that you're supposedly not supposed to be tell be telling people stuff you know like because that's like the the agreement that we have in this confessional mm-hmm. not that i would have anything really bad to talk about but as a kid you're like oh god what do i I feel really guilty about this. And now throughout my whole adult life, I feel this Catholic guilt. It has never left me. <laughs> I will forever have it. I will always feel guilty about the dumbest, smallest. Oh, things I know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Audience. I want uh, 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 audience. I want you to know that in private meetings with me and Gabe, he does. He has a lot of Catholic guilt. And I pointed out. Yeah. I always pointed out to him. I'm just like, I always psh, pointed psh, out. 40 lashings to happens. myself. You know, I think the most Hail Marys, and then we'll move on to scabby, scabby, scabby Steve here. Um, the most Almerians I think I ever had to um, to do uh, to <laughs> wash myself of my sin <laughs> was I, I I actually think they made me do like eighty or ninety at one point. Yeah, wow. I'm not gonna say what the wow. sin was. I'm not gonna say what the sin was, but Ew. yeah. Well, Jeez. you know, I have this I have this instinct to just say whatever the fuck comes to mind. So when yeah. I got into the confessional, you know, I was I was admitting everything. You know, the, yeah. the whole nine yards. Yeah, why not? You're like, forgive me, Father. It has been one week since I've last week. He's like, whoa, whoa, you did all that in a week? <laughs> right, right. Since yesterday. No, my yeah. confession was yesterday. <laughs> He's like, Jesus Christ, the last 24 hours? 90 Hail Marys, son. Yeah. So I think I think 80 or 90 was at literally, and it was, 
I, I never did the exact amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you, the other thing, too, I mean, yeah, you sit down and you're like, oh, do you get through that? And you're like, yeah, I'm a speed sure, prayer. Yeah. Right. You know? mm -hmm. Like people I'm are faster. Speed I'm a speed prayer. Right, right. But the other thing, too, is, um, yeah, I, mean, I would totally, I think someone else asked in the chat, they're like, did anyone else make stuff up? I'm 100%. I would make stuff up just to be like, well, I got nothing. I literally have nothing to feel sorry for because I didn't do anything, or at least in my mind. Yeah, I didn't yeah, think. yeah. Okay. So it'd be like, oh yeah, no, I totally uh didn't leave the toilet seat down. You know, like it's I done dumb off. stuff, and they were like, okay, okay, okay. Well, say to our fathers and four hail marys, and go over in the pew and sit down, and da da da. And I'm like, oh god, finally, I'm out of this place. It's a really long story, but I was I actually left the Catholic Church when I was a teenager during my confirmation because of the pro-choice issue. And and maybe one of these days I'll I'll tell the story to the audience yeah. somewhere. Like um, mid mid confirmation? Mid confirmation. Like the ceremony? I told them to go fuck themselves. No, not during the oh, ceremony. Oh, during oh, the classes. During the two oh, years of government. Got it, got I told it. them okay, to go okay. fuck themselves oh, on, okay, the, on okay. the on women's rights. Is right, basically okay. what I did. So it's a it's a big long story, but that's yeah. that's where me and the Catholic Church had a big disagreement. Oh, who knows? Maybe we'll do a Sunday episode. You oh, know? like a Sunday mass. Yeah, like a Sunday mass. Sort. Yeah. Right. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. But but that is something that me and Gabe have in common. I know a lot of our audience probably has in common out there that mm -hmm. you were a member of the Catholic Church or or another very dogmatic church, and now yeah, maybe yeah. your faith isn't quite as strong. I'm an atheist, and yeah. I know I think Gabe is a yeah. I'm not. I, I don't. Right. No. 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 Yeah. But that, but that uh, yeah. dogma really does it to you, doesn't it? So let's oh, get yeah. back to the dogma of Scabby Steve here. Mm -hmm. uh, past his dogma behind him, that's ridiculous stuff. I I even forget what he's saying in this clip, but. He is, he's getting a little scared because this is after the judge has told him that he's going to go to trial. Mm -hmm. And this morning we have more news. Um, there's some news that the judge is still saying no, because he's trying to, he's trying to submit more and more uh, uh, ways to get out of going to trial. Right. And the reason why is because Steve Bannon's going to probably be locked up in prison uh, before the midterm, which is really bad for Steve Bannon, really bad for Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And and that's probably part of his pardon agreement is he has to try to extend this shit as long as he possibly can. And what right. I mean by that is the trade, the quid pro quo, why Trump pardoned him from yeah. the from the fraud case that where he stole the money from the people who were trying to build the wall, build the wall. So let's listen to how scared Scabby Steve is here. Reaching out to me for the last couple of days about prayers and pray. Look, we all love prayer, something like that. But here's what I've been telling folks. Pray for our enemies. Okay, so he's going to go with the religious thing here. Mm -hmm. He's going to go with the religious thing. So maybe it's appropriate that he has the white Jesus behind him. Let's find out what, what he wants to pray about his enemies, which... I guess it would be me and you <laughs> and all of our audience. I yeah. guess anyone who's pro-democracy and anti-fascist yeah. at this point would be his enemy. So let's listen to how he wants to pray for them. I wonder if they're Hail Marys. Okay, pray for, because we're going medieval on these people. We're going to savage our enemies. So pray for them. That's Who needs prayers? Not MAGA, not War Room, and certainly not Stephen K. Bannon, but I'll take everything I can get. Wait, wait a second. Did he say we're going to go medieval on them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds really not Christian to pray to for your in. It sounds like he's he's right. It sounds it it sounds like he's you know he's like oh no I don't I, you know I'll take what I, well first off he's like I'll take what I can get which is like I don't need your fucking prayers I need your money right 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 
But when he goes in and he's well, that's what the white Jesus is for behind. Well, it's like, hey, give me money because I believe in white Jesus. Because what he's also saying here is like, oh, uh, these people should be seeking mercy from us, right? Because we'll go medieval, we'll go savage on them, you know, whatever. Bring it on, bring it on, Um, scabby Steve. Bring it on. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see if you're still around by the time. Right. Right. When you're when your cold bare feet are hitting a fucking concrete floor. In federal prison, we'll talk. Um, yeah. here, let's listen. Which I how- feel like you would also have a ton. Like if you went to jail or prison, like I feel like you would really fit in with the you know white supremacists that are either guards or that are inmates. <laughs> so I feel like he would have a voice there. You know, they would probably give him his own radio show if they wanted to. Well, here's the thing. I believe this. If Steve Bannon gets convicted of this charge of contempt to Congress, which looks like he will. Now, the judge has said this morning or yesterday in the last decision that the judge made, the judge does have a little bit of angst about getting a fair jury to have a fair trial, right? But he says, we're going to go through the process and we're going to get the fairest jury we possibly can for Mm -hmm. this trial. Because that's what Steve Bannon and Donald Trump have been trying to do all this time. They know they're going to get indicted. They know they're going to go to fucking federal criminal court. That's why they're trying to cast doubt and disparagement and trying to taint any jury pool that would be out there. That's what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that the federal courts feel like they don't have a decision, but to release the charges because they can't try them based on a fair jury. Which is not going to be the case. A judge is going to find a fair jury for these trials. Now, I believe Steve Bannon is going to be easily convicted of this contempt charge of Congress. The other charges are much more difficult. Some of the other stuff that's going to be brought, depending on the evidence that we actually see. But this contempt charge is very easy. The reason why it's so important and why Donald Trump and Steve Bannon are so fucking concerned about this is because he cannot do his propaganda like he's doing now from Mm -hmm. federal prison. It's just not a possibility. Because Steve Bannon isn't going to go to, like, a high-security federal prison. He'll probably go to a low-security federal prison for this charge. Right. For this particular charge. Now, he does have a past history of violence. He does have a past history of of other – some other legal issues and criminal issues. So it is likely – it is likely that a judge will sentence him to at least half of the of the of the maximum, mm-hmm. um, which is two years. So he'll probably get anywhere between eight and sixteen months right. on this charge if he's convicted. Would be my that would be my guess. But if you do the math on that, he has to serve all, especially if he gets eight months, anything up to twelve months, he's gonna have to serve that entire fucking sentence. Yeah. That entire sentence he'll have to serve. So if he gets nine months or ten months or four months. But here's the thing. That really is going to eat into the midterm strategy of the propaganda machine here. And that's the key. That's why they're fucking a little terrified here is because Steve Bannon won't be able to run point guard mm-hmm. on the fucking fascist propaganda machine. Right. Because that is where the point is happening. Is this fucking vile ass show War Room on Trader TV Network. That This is the point. This is the person who's running point for their entire hateful propaganda machine. And the reason why is because, Gabe, you know this. Steve Bannon knows the deep, dark web from his days at Breitbart. Mm -hmm. That's how they cultivated Breitbart in the first place. Yeah. And Steve Bannon knows this. That's why Trump brought Steve Bannon on to the campaign the same way with Kellyanne Conway, is they understand the marketing, they understand the whole thing. So, uh, but let's finish what Scabby Steve here has to say about being defeated in court. But put ahead in the cap table, put our enemies in front of it because that's who's really going to need prayers, okay? Because we're going medieval, okay? 
Um, and we'll see about this committee what happens this afternoon. But hey, my offer's out there. Here's what I need. Give me a date, a time, a room number, a microphone, and a holy Bible that I can take the oath on. Oh, because that makes a big difference. I'm sure. I'm sure there's no way Steve Bannon would put his hand on the Bible right. and swear to the white Jesus behind him that he will not lie and lie. I'm sure that's not even a possibility, Gabe. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. What's be- what the best part about this is is if his audience had any kind of fucking principle here yeah. about about you know fuck the select committee and all that bullshit you know America and Trump and it's all a witch hunt and all that nonsense if they had any kind of principle which they don't have any principles whatsoever that's why they're able to fall for all this garbage yeah. is they would actually turn on him here when he's saying oh yeah I'll come testify because now my ass is in a ringer because I lost a court case right. and my ass is going to go to trial and I'm well go lost a court case prison. and kept losing a court case because right. every time he's tried to the judge is like. Yeah, no. fuck you. Yeah, right. no. Well, because it's it's ridiculous. Right. right. It's fucking ridiculous. His arguments are ridiculous. And really, the judge tore apart every single argument they had. So much so that before this was occurred, his attorney said in open court, "Well, what's the point of even going to trial? We don't even have a defense." Right. So this morning, in 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 uh, the judge's decision, he gave him one or two ways to defend himself here, at least to mount some defense to a jury. Because the judge totally destroyed that in the decision the other day. Mm-hmm. So the judge has given him a few points to go on. But really, it's just that Steve Bannon is a bonehead and he doesn't understand what subpoenas are. And he misunderstood the date, which is really stupid because that's not what happened. And and the best evidence is the prosecution is going to use this show where he was talking about, fuck the select committee and fuck him. I ain't going to tell him a goddamn thing. Yeah. And on and on and on he goes. Let's finish. Boom, deliver that, and we'll see how good you are, little Jamie Raskin and Liz Cheney and all of it. Serve it up. You got my, here's my request. already did. Date, time, room number, uh, microphone that works, and uh, and a holy Bible to take the oath on. Okay? They already did all that. They did all that, and you said fuck you because you you probably were tampered with by a certain individual who butt dials people. Mm-hmm. Mm, I wonder if that was the case. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder. Oh, what a dumb fuck. What an absolute dumb fuck. To gaslight not only his audience, but the entire United States of America. You know, well, what do you expect? I mean, right? He's, you know, he'll, he's a rat and he'll do whatever he can. You know, I mean, he's like a, he's kind of, well, he's like a possum, right? If he's corny, he's going to fucking lash out, right? If nothing goes, if it feels like, the, the the tide is turning, you know, he's going to do whatever he can to save his own ass. Even well, if it means absolutely. throw other people within the party under the bus, like 100% he would do that. Absolutely. Well, the same way with Donald Trump. I mean, yeah. they're cut from the same cloth. They're cut from this cloth uh, of the GOP, the death cult that they are. Have you seen this video of this fucking attorney general from Indiana? This piece of fucking shit. I have not watched this. I know what this oh, is about. I have not watched God. this one yet. So if everyone isn't um, up to speed, there's a 10-year-old girl who was raped by her father and was pregnant in the state of Ohio because Roe v. Wade was overturned and Ohio had trigger laws. And she's no longer able to receive abortion services um, after her father raped her because there's not exceptions for that. She's a 10-year-old. This is a little child. Mm-hmm. Okay. These people fucking claim, save the children, save the children. It's all about children. Stop messing with the children, blah, 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 blah. Well, Tucker Carlson and all these motherfuckers went on the news 
Uh, Jim Jordan tweeted about it and since has deleted that tweet that yeah. it was all fake. And it was, this the, was, a it was the House GOP account retweeted it. Yeah, the official account. Right. Not some fucking obscure account that's got a lot of fucking followers. Right. It was their official account that retweeted the shit. And I think I've got an image of that thing um, that we can pull up here. But here's the thing. Is that it turned it turned out Cape that, that story was true. That, mm. uh, oh, it, it, because here was it, everyone kept saying, well, if it's true, then they would arrest the rapist. Right. Right. Like, that's what they continued to say. They did arrest the rapist. They did. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, the rapist is an undocumented person, I believe. I believe that's the case. So now they're making it all about that. Right. Yep. Nothing to do with the little child that was raped. That can't receive a goddamn procedure to make sure that a little baby girl doesn't have to carry her father's baby because she was raped. Yeah. You stupid bastards. A forced fucking pregnancy on a child is what we're talking about here. And listen to this fucking piece of shit attorney general in Indiana of who he wants to go after. Listen to this. So what's going on, Todd? Jesse, thanks for having now, me. Now, I, I want to point out at, at the at the Chiron at the bottom, mm-hmm. the lower third here, uh, Jesse Waters and Fox News, point out illegal charge with rape of a 10-year-old, right? Yep, that's mm-hmm. the case. Why haven't you apologized for lying to the American people with your other Chirons the two days before when you right. were saying it was a fake story, you motherfuckers? So let, and and to call it illegal is gross in and yeah. of itself. But let's listen. It gets grosser about the ten-year-old little baby, who are they? Oh, the state of Ohio, and now the Attorney General of Indiana want to force this child to have a baby. But I shouldn't be here, right? I mean, first of all, uh, this is an illegal immigration issue because mm, nope, nope. Nope, that's a completely different issue. That's yeah. a completely different issue. This issue of this girl receiving this service, this little baby girl receiving this service, so she doesn't have to carry her father rapist baby all the way to full term because right. you fucking boneheads are are hell bent on killing people and killing children. No, it's not an issue of illegal yeah. immigration. We're not gonna we're not gonna play the game of Well, they they gotta do the brown people thing. You know this all too well in right. your comments with this stuff. Yeah. You you make a video about something and then it's about your race, right? Right, exactly. And where you can go back to, which is Chicago. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. Right. And the ICE they they hope <laughs> ICE will deport me to Chicago. Yeah. To, to the oh suburbs of the, Chicago. The, the insane stuff I've seen people but this is what right, this is. As soon as this person's picture was released, they jumped all over it. As soon as they found out that this person was undocumented, they jumped all over it. Right. Which, that may be an issue. I don't know. But we're not talking about the fucking issue of him being undocumented. We're talking about him being arrested and charged with the crime of raping a 10-year-old, which he should be. We're talking about the fucking absolute vile policy that you motherfuckers have put into place to put this little 10 year old girl's life in danger because you want to force her to carry a baby to full term where her father raped her let's listen it's likely of biden's lawlessness at the border oh my god and everything going on down there that's why indiana as a non-border state has actually filed several independent lawsuits on that then we have the rape and then we have this uh, abortion activist acting as a doctor with a history of failing to report. Number one, the rape is not in his jurisdiction. This is the attorney general of Indiana. 
This little girl was raped in Ohio. Now, mm-hmm. all the Republicans, including this fucking attorney general in, in Indiana, probably said, oh, that's not real. No way is that real. General, right. that is fucking fake. It's just They're like Democrat this is, left yeah. machine making up shit to stoke fear and blah, blah, blah. We do not have to make up shit to stoke fear. Yeah. We don't have to make up shit. That's what you motherfuckers do. You, you project, yeah. Right. These people project to be like, this will never happen, blah, blah. You know, they'll they'll go on. They'll go on a fucking diatribe about how this is never possible, won't happen. It is a complete fantasy world that Democrats want to live in. And it's like, no, we do not want to live in a world where this happens. And then when that little girl seeks aid and help, you say, can't do yeah, they, it. Yeah, they want to punish her. They want to right. fucking punish her. Well, let's listen how he wants to punish her because he not only wants to punish her, he wants to punish the person who's trying to help this this little baby girl not have to carry her rapist fucking baby to full term, which could possibly, I mean, a 10-year-old carrying a baby to full term, I don't even know how viable that pregnancy is going to be. I I mean, again, I'm a man. I'm a man. I didn't, I I grew up as a boy. I don't know these sort of things. So I stay in my fucking lane, which is out of the lane of fucking women's bodies and their autonomy. Okay. But also just to like, you know, trying to imagine the, the size and overall body of a 10 year old to be like, oh, we're going to now throw, um, something that, you know, will obviously change the physical nature of your body, add weight to you where you're like, not sure what the fuck is happening, emotions and everything changing and not able to express yourself properly because you don't really understand what this is, right? What's going on? And why would you want to put a little kid to that? Whatever it is, right? Like to imagine like 11, 12, 13, 14, like whatever the age range, like mentally a child, a little girl is not, is not ready to accept that weight right physically and emotionally right and mentally but republicans are like no nope, well it's the uh, the guy in the sky said you gotta have that baby <laughs> well right? no it's i'm i'm a very powerful white right. man and right. i'm gonna force you to have the baby because it only it only is for my political gain to right. say that we are gonna value every quote-unquote life right here or which, believe or believe like oh it was god's will was it god's will really that this terrible thing happened shit. to this little girl you and that it's them. god's will that you're gonna force them to have a child this isn't Mary. This is one fucking immaculate conception. This is all, this is a real thing that happened to an actual little girl, not some fucking fantasy book about some guy who was a traveling magician and made people believe things. And then now you're going to say that you believe in, in Christ and, but do the complete opposite, right? right? This is the party that is complete projection. It is complete, uh, uh, hypocrites. It is complete. Like people that just go against what they preach, right? Well, let's watch the rest of this vile piece of shit say what he's going to say, because we only got a few more seconds of it. But it it is a lot of grossness in a few seconds. So we're gathering the information. We're gathering the evidence as we speak. And we're going to fight this uh, to the end, uh, including looking at her licensure. Uh, if she failed to report and in Indiana, it's a crime uh, for uh, to not report, to intentionally not report. Yeah, they make they make it that these fucking fascists make a lot of shit into crime. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that way that way they can take away your rights, right? They they do a lot of things to make things into crimes to take away your fucking rights, especially rights away from a little bitty girl to seek 
an abortion service because she was raped and now has to carry. The state's forcing her to carry. Forced. A big government is forcing mm-hmm. her to carry this baby. Uh, here, I want to show you a couple days before that clip. You had uh, Tucker Carlson on Fox News because um, AOC actually tweeted about this this story and about this case of this ten year old. Um, but w- we'll see. We'll see here how Tucker uh, not only puts his foot in the mouth, but seems to just like detach his leg and stick the entire thing down. His yeah, he just goes full. Yeah, full just long. unhinges the jaw. Really right, goes right. for it. Right. He should tan his balls a little more. Maybe that'll help. But let's listen. So what does it tell us that politicians are lying about this? Can you imagine? And why did the Biden... Can you imagine if politicians lie? No one could ever imagine a Republican politician or a Republican Republican on TV would lie about something. Can you even fucking imagine? Uh, The projection. The projection. Oh, my God, you fuck. Let's listen. Administration, speaking of lying, just repeat a story about a 10-year-old child who got pregnant and then got an abortion or was not allowed to get an abortion when it turns out the story was not true. And by the way, when a 10-year-old gets pregnant, the first question is not, how do we get rid of the kid? The first question is, where's the rapist? Where's the rapist? Alice? Uh, well, they arrested him, Tucker. Mm-hmm. So where's your retraction there, you little cunt? Yeah. What a little... But also a- the timeline, too, is like, I think they were notified in at the... Like, in the... June 20th range, 22nd, 24th or something like that. And they didn't do anything. Uh, you mean, you mean, uh, I thought, uh, I thought I read that authorities were notified of what had happened in June and nobody did anything. Uh, let me see if I can find that. Well, again, again, the reports are that he has been arrested. The story's confirmed at this point. And really, if, if Tucker Carlson or Fox News wanted to act like the president of the United States hadn't tracked down that information and made sure that shit was correct before they put it in a speech. I mean, I'm not saying that the administration or any administration gets it right every single time. But Jesus Christ, come on. Right. They, they definitely wanted to make sure there was confirmation of that story because it really... Honestly, on its face, it feels so fucking gross that it's untrue, right? Like, right. Jesus Christ. But also, it's the fact girl? that... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it said, Ohio's Attorney General went on Fox to smear a 10-year-old rape, rape victim, and today, the Columbus cops announced the rapist had been a suspect since June 22nd, and he was arraigned today. So, th- the real story here is, you know, them trying to blame it on someone else when it's their own incompetence that they said... Oh, well, he was a suspect since June 22nd. This was a real thing. A police report was filed. You don't just fucking just say. So wait, wait, wait. You're saying a journalist could actually seek out and see if there's evidence like a. Yeah, like a crazy report. I know. Oh, my God. It's almost like the White House probably went and looked at some evidence of a police report being filed against a a rape against a 10 year old. And now she's turning up pregnant. Oh, my God. It would be right. It'd be so hard to probably get that information. I don't know if you just did your fucking job. Yeah, Tucker, fuck him. Exactly. Well, you know, and speaking of Tucker Carlson, there's this guy here. And Fifty Shades Away. Oh, this God. This is fucking Alex Stein. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. Oh, my God. He goes, he's he's a frequent visitor of Tucker Carlson as he... He goes on a lot of right-wing Cuddles those... Uh, th- I bet he tan he, balls. He doesn't tan his face, but it, I bet he tans his balls. What do you yeah. think? Oh, 100 percent. One hundred percent. As soon as that documentary, that quote unquote documentary came out mm-hmm. from Tucker Carlson, Originals, um, 
he was the first in line to be at that camp, spread eagle, get those tiny little balls and a little pecker in there and try to get as much red light as he could to be like, I'm a real man. What this, this video that you're going to see has a lot of little dick energy, a lot of little dick energy. And really it it borders. I don't know if you've seen the comments on this stuff, but Holy shit. Well, it posted this on Instagram and it's, Oh, Oh, he posted this and he posted on Instagram and she took it from him. And I think that's why she cropped it is because underneath it said his, his handle. So oh, she I cropped see. that out, I think, to be like, look at this dude, but I don't want to give any more Yeah, uh, 50, Shades, 50 Shades has retweet or embed tweeted this right, video right, from exactly. AOC. Yep. From AOC. I just retweeted his because that's the one I saw it off of. Mm-hmm. So I retweeted yeah, yeah. it make sure we talked about it today. But this Alex Stein, he really is a Tucker Carlson type. It looks like he has a whole uh, bow tie collection oh, um, yeah. in commemoration of Tucker Carlson, this fucking guy. Now, if anyone isn't aware who this is, there were uh, the last uh, CPAC. Remember when uh, there was this big, huge shooting that slaughtered 19 children? Um, and then the it was it the NRA had a big convention. And this is the one that he went to where he Did was he yelling the, and screaming. Was it that one? Or was it CPAC? I don't remember. No, it wasn't. I don't believe because it would have been bigger news. I don't think it was after Uvalde. So this was not the NRA one. This was another this one. This is another he, CPAC in Texas. Because he ran into Ted Cruz and he ran into. It was um, in Texas, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the eye patch, eye yeah. patch McCain. He called him eye patch McCain. Yep, exactly. So this is the guy that was yelling eye patch McCain at uh, Jesus. His name. I'm I'm having a brain fart here. Now all I can see is the pirate. I can just oh, see man. Hold Dan on. Crenshaw. Yeah, there we Sorry. go. The, re- uh, the representative, the. Uh, uh, Congressman Dan Crenshaw. He was yelling, I patch McCain, I patch McCain, yeah. you're a rhino, you're a rhino, and all this shit. From a very gerrymandered district, too. Right, right. Yeah, that looks like an eye patch. Yeah, yeah. If you it's have like, not seen, if you have yeah, not seen. Yeah, go look at that district. <laughs> yeah, go just just Google Dan Crenshaw's district and go to Google Images. You will see his fucking district even looks like an eye patch. It's kind of funny. But mm-hmm. anyways, and I'm I'm actually not saying that eye patch McCain is not a, a, a the wrong name to give Dan Crenshaw here. Yeah. Um, but Alex Stein is the one that was yelling at him, and he's the other, he's the one that was calling Ted Cruz of all people a globalist. Right. Like, are you? I mean, Which globalist is, as if he he takes flights to Cancun, maybe. But right, I mean, right, right. But also the um the language that Alex Stein uses. He's one of these conspiracy theorists. He's big onto the right wing, and also he's like, this is all comedy. It's it's not comedy. Right. Well, he's but, not a comedian. He's right, not right. Funny but when you hear this globalist language, it is code for anti-Semitism. Right, he's That's an anti-Semite. Well, I mean, it, when you when you go on Tucker Carlson's show and you're you're a guest on all these right wing bullshit shows yeah. like Tucker Carlson like and some of these other fucking shows that claim to be comedy, mm-hmm. um, uh, podcast and whatnot, you really you really you really are uh, showing that you are an anti-Semite when you say stuff like globalist, especially. And it's really weird for anyone anyone to call Ted Cruz of all people a fucking yeah. globalist, like. If you just take the word and do the definition, I mean, again, a globalist isn't someone who leaves the country and goes to Mexico to Cancun to sit on the beach and sit margaritas yeah. just because your state is under a snowmageddon. I but, mean, that's just called being an asshole, an inconsiderate, an selfish asshole. Right. And I would have a little more respect for Alex here if he would have just called Ted Cruz an asshole, not a globalist. But right. listen to what he says. Listen to the vile shit. And it really borders on sexual harassment here. I believe. 
um, what he says, uh, the cat calls, and it's not even really cat calls because he thinks this is funny. You see him smiling here, mm-hmm. and it's it's just p- a joke, Tony. It's just a joke. Ooh, it's so funny, I'm funny. Ha, 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 ha. Now this is AOC getting out of uh, a secure vehicle because because of people like this and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert, AO- we we as taxpayers have right. had to spend money. To protect AOC because she is a Congress person, because there's threats on her life and threats like this in public. That's why we have to afford her security because she is a member of the government. Yeah. And we have to protect those people when they're under threat. And it's it's because of actual Congress people and a bonehead like this that they have. But let's play mm-hmm. the video here. It's not very long. You can watch the vile shit um, that spews out of his mouth towards AOC as she walks up the steps of the Capitol. See, my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. <laughs> now, I want to pause it here because AOC had about enough of this guy at this point. Now, yeah. here's my thing, Gabe. Um, AOC was not... She, before she was a congressperson, she was a very hardworking blue-collar person. Yeah, she she put she herself to. She was college. a bartender, she's which a bartender. means she's also dealt with this stuff before. These right. type of assholes. I almost bet AOC has grabbed one of these little bitches like this, Alex Stein, oh, yeah. by the nape of his neck, and kick and threw him out of a bar using his head to open a door. I'm sure she's done that. Before. Oh yeah, hundred percent out. Hundred percent has done that before with here, his with his pop collar of a of a you know little like right. shirt, and he's got his Sperry boats shoes, and he's got his fucking. Uh, you know, uh, little little shorts, and he's like, "Yeah, man, what's going on?" And he's got his fucking Oakleys and shit. Like, that's the type of person. This fucking asshole is the guy that would be a complete dick to someone that was giving them a drink, right? Well, Ubi Doobie puts it perfect here. What a douche canoe! Oh, absolutely, yeah. douche man. canoe. <laughs> like, if he had an official title, that's exactly what it would be. Yeah. But but even Fifty Shades Away points out. Let me finish the video because if it weren't for her staffer, I believe that's who this is here. She probably would have just beat the holy piss out of this. Oh yeah, yeah. Ninko. The staffer's like, yeah, no, 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 don't, don't go beat the holy hell out of him because she knew she probably would. But let's watch. Watch your little selfie. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks in that dress. Woo! I love it, AOC. Hot hot. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing uh, I want to point out too. AOC is a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. She's absolutely a beautiful woman. Way, yeah. way more beautiful than any of these Republican Congresswomen like Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren yeah. Boebert. She's a beautiful woman. And the reason why he's doing this is because he is such a fucking scumbag that he probably, he probably, he, and it's kind of weird, but he probably has fantasies about AOC. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that's one hundred percent is, is the, yeah doing his perverted sexual fantasy right out here in the open on camera, right. talking about her big booty and all this stuff. Which, uh, you know, again, AOC is a very beautiful woman. Not only is she super smart and she's a great ally for democracy. Now, you know, I don't agree with her on everything, right? But- and that's the thing. I think it's an important point. Like, regardless of what you think of AOC, right? Politics or personality, or whatever. Having someone do that to you on this, you know, the steps of the Capitol, I think is, you know, is immature. And also it just, 
it come on man like it's 2022 we're still doing this shit right the the good thing is that people like this are in the minority these fucking incels these white dudes who feel like they're entitled to say whatever they want you know someday it's not gonna play out well for him and then he's and he's gonna play the victim you know um whether it's gives off, he definitely gives off Nick Fuentes vibes too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, high and mighty when you've got the camera on you in a place where you feel secure and safe, whether it's in a in, a, in front of a green screen or mm-hmm. yelling things to a, an elected official who can't do anything about it. But as soon as the camera's off and you're in an area that you shouldn't be in or shouldn't say something, <laughs> like shit happens, and like all, all bets he would one hundred percent cower down in the fetal position and be like, "Oh guys, please don't do that." Fifty Shades says here, as a male bartender who's worked next to women like AOC, I can tell you for a fact that she would have fucked this dude up. Yep. <laughs> Hundo yeah. percento. No question. Mm-hmm. No question. She has dealt with assholes and douche canoes. Yeah. Um, as someone put it there. <laughs> before and knows how to handle and the other thing too is like what are we you know this guy's like oh man i got great content and it's like what are we accomplishing here like what did you prove if anything other than you looking like a dick and then all all of the people are like oh it's a a joke it's a joke it's funny it's like well what was the joke right like what was the joke you were talking about her physical appearance i don't know how that's funny but whatever right well i mean it's kind of funny how he hates her so much that he loves her right right I mean, it's clear in the basement of his parents' house when the when the lights are dim and the screen is bright, he's taking out certain fantasies on right. himself. I you don't know? know. Yeah, he's probably got a lot of AOC uh, socks with the uh, with uh, AOC sharpied on them. Probably mm. um, weird fucking dude. Weird fucking guy. Weird dude. Weird some bitch. Now, speaking of weird, that the title of our show today and sort of the highlight on Twitter this morning. And the distraction from the right wing from Mm -hmm. actually what happened on January 6th is that Ashley Babbitt's husband is saying that she helped trying to stop the insurrection and stop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Stop by going through the window. I guess so. Well, that doesn't make any sense. The the problem that her husband has here and I told him he can fuck off. And the reason why is because I don't know. There's the thing like video footage. Yeah, you can see it's like literally on this scenario right now. Right. Exactly what she tried to do. Now, again, this is put out by The Washington Post, this clip here. Um, Originally, I believe it's from uh, Jewish Ginger Resistor is the account that I found it on. Um, But this was originally posted by The Washington Post here. It's just over two minutes here. Let's watch a little bit of the evidence of why... Ashley Babbitt was the insurrection, not trying to stop it. Now, what you're seeing here is law enforcement standing in front of a locked door at the Capitol mm-hmm. during the January 6th insurrection. Yeah. And they're going to already have out- a broken window here. Right, right. Uh, it, it seems like they're really trying to get people to leave not the cops. i mean that guy is punching the door next to the guy's face right he's because lucky. he is so he's lucky so he's upset. white really he's lucky he's right white, well really you, you know a lot of these people remind me especially the guy who was like punching is when you see videos or maybe you see some kid on the playground who's like they're really upset right and they cannot express how they feel with words right they are not able to say like i'm upset because this you know 
Instead, they take it out physically and they start throwing shit and having a tantrum, very much like Trump in the in the backseat of the SUV, right? You know. <laughs> so in this scenario, it's very much the same thing. Like you look at this person, this guy, uh, this fucking alpha male, is not able to express themselves verbally in a coherent and understandable, you know, kind of fashion. So he has to take it out physically and he has to punch the door and glass next to this guy's face who's just doing his job just right defending the back door. the blue no 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 well listen punch the blue that's what i'm seeing speaking of that listen to what they say in this in this tape here now you notice that they point out here that this is the speaker's lobby so this is the hallway where the speaker's lobby is. Not just the Democratic speaker. This is mm-hmm. any speaker. Republican, Democrat. So keep that in mind. Now here you see, they point out that this uh, person with the what appears to be an American flag on her backpack... Um, this is Ashley Babbitt here. The 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 actual Ashley Babbitt that her husband said she was trying to stop the insurrection, which clearly here you'll see that she was not trying to stop it. She was actually right. encouraging it. Let's watch. Now, here's a guy in this, I don't know what kind of hat you call this. It's kind of a weird hat. He's got his That's the guy on. that I feel like was just, he was just pounding the glass a moment ago. Now, he, he actually comes in here and says, hey, 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 let these guys do their job. The reason why this gets to this point is because there's a tactical team on their way up to this door. So what has happened, and I believe this evidence uh, will bear out, is that and I think it was in the case of the, the the police officer who's on the other side of the door who had to shoot Ashley Babbitt because she was trying to break through the locked restricted area. Mm-hmm. Um, is that there? There's a tactical team on their way up to protect this door, and the reason why is because these caps weren't weren't in a position to protect this door. So there's a tactical team, which we'll see at the end here. But watch. Fuck the blue. Oh, wow, that was quick. Fuck the blue. Well, I mean, they turned on that back to blue shit really fast. Yeah. Let's watch. We want you to go home. I'm recording, and there's so many people. It's just, they're going to push their way up here. Bro, I see people out there get hurt. I don't want to see you get hurt. I just we will make a we will make a path dead ass. Like we don't want That's what I'm saying, we'll make a path, bro. Please just let us make a path. It really looks like Ashley Babbitt over here. Is this a Proud Boys shirt? Uh which one? This guy that's wearing this black shirt with the no 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 in front of it with the backpack he's got oh, right here. black shirt with the yellow the guy that was he was wearing a hat a moment ago the furry hat yeah I, I don't know he might be a proud boy it looks he, like a proud boy polo but I don't see, know you see what looks like Ashley Babbitt standing over here definitely trying to fend off all the protesters and the insurrectionists yeah. and the the people who are being traitors against their hey, look country. at that guy's face on the right here man these hey, people are fucking nuts he's freaking out let's so let's watch what happens as Ashley Babbitt doesn't try to stop the insurrectionists from moving through this restricted area. 
In fact, she actually is the first one that tries to breach it. Now, you watch the cops walk away from the door. Here's mm-hmm. the reason why the cops walk away from the door. is because a tactical team is coming up the stairs to take their positions. Yeah. Um, I believe that these cops probably were derelict a little bit in their duty as they should have maintained their post until the tactical team was there. But I'm sure they were terrified that these people were going to do something. But let's watch. These are, these are really nice tourists. And you notice here that Ashley Babbitt is not trying to prevent these people from breaking through this restricted door. Mm-hmm. She's not doing that, Ashley Babbitt's husband, whatever the fuck your name is. She's not doing that in the evidence here. Let's keep going. There's the gun. There's the gun. What the fuck do you think would happen? So, people, he, this this person that's behind this camera is trying to warn people that there is an officer behind this locked, restricted area that they have piled stuff in front of. Yeah. Willing to defend it because it is a very highly restricted area, and it is locked, and they have restricted it, and they are going to defend it. Because mm-hmm. there are people behind there that are our government that need to be defended. Watch as the person that Ashley Babbitt's husband claims she was trying to stop the people from going through, watch what she does. Here you see two different angles. One angle is the, the gun. The other angle is from a different camera. And you'll see over here on the side, the window that someone tries to breach. There she is climbing into the window. Okay, now I'm going to fast forward through this part here. Um, what happens is, is the officer shoots her as she goes through the window. Because it is a restricted locked area. And they are, they are going to defend it. Now, here's the thing. She's laying on the floor here. I want you to pay attention to who comes up the stairs immediately after. You see the tactical team here moving up the stairs. Yep. That were moving into place to defend this to defend this door. Um now, I don't know what Ashley Babbitt's husband has watched or the evidence that he's watched, but this here clearly shows that Ashley Babbitt, up until the very last moment, where she was trying to overthrow our government, where she was a traitor to her constitution, because this person has taken an oath to the military. Mm-hmm. Okay. Up to the very last moment, up to the very last moment of her being shot, she was she was not trying to stop it. She was doing the exact opposite. Yeah. She was inciting it, and she was she was the insurrection. Right. That's why she died that day because yeah. she got brainwashed into believing Trump's bullshit, and she became part of the insurrection. And she was the insurrection. Regardless of what bullshit lies you want to spread, and all the nonsense, and all the bullshit. She was the insurrection. Mm-hmm. She's the perfect picture of it. And she's the reason why she's the re- And really, honestly, I believe that Ashley Babbitt being shot in this moment is what saved a lot of these people's lives standing there. Yeah. They were all delusional about how, how serious these officers were about defending that restricted area. 
These people really bordered on getting themselves killed a lot more than just the one of Ashley Babbitt. Going into strictuaries and and thinking that our government wouldn't be defended from them. From mm-hmm. overturning it and being traitors to our country. To believe that our fucking country wouldn't defend our government, wouldn't defend our democracy, was really fucking boneheaded. Now, we see in the hearings, the January 6th hearings, that more and more Republicans were working as hard as they possibly could to undermine yeah. the defense of our democracy. And I believe more and more and that's going to come out, and I want to bring that up here. Gabe, next week, Thursday, is supposed to be the final hearing in this series, is what people are saying. So it feels like to us, um, because we don't have any really insider information, other than what we've been hearing from The Hill, that there is going to be maybe another series after they come back from recess. Mm -hmm. So more hearings based on more evidence that they collect. But right now, next Thursday is going to be the final eighth hearing in this series, yeah. um, and we're we've gotten an insight to what the hearing's going to be about. Liz Cheney kind of previewed it for us at the very end of the last hearing, but we don't know what time. Yeah, that it's going to it's be. Gonna, it's supposed to be a prime time. Right. So you know, if we look back at what the last one was, we're talking. What was it? Uh, five. Yeah. Well, it's hard. Well, well five five p.m. Pacific. Yeah, yeah. So eight eight. Yeah, yeah. Eight I think Eastern. that's what it was. Yeah. So, so it's probably in the same time frame as that, but they move these time frames all around, and even right, right. days before, and they've canceled. Yeah. Are they postponed? Here's the thing: some? I would imagine they would probably still go with a similar time, right? right. Because you got to st- you you start with the prime time, and you you right out of the gate, you establish that all of these people thought Trump was a fucking idiot. And then he shouldn't be doing what he's doing, right? Ivanka, Bill Barr, you know, Jared Kushner, all of these people, they threw those out in the even, the first half because they knew people probably weren't going to watch the whole thing. And they needed to make sure that they got the actual sound bites that right. people would start sharing. And then people were like, wait, what the fuck's going on? And then go watch it if they weren't watching. And I think for this one, we're going to focus now on, yes, the 187 minutes of just like what was going on with Trump. But you want to end it, right? If you're going to start with saying that he that he was delusional and that we told him not to do it, but he still pursued it anyway. And then the next hearings, we lay out all the facts of like, here are the things that happened where we specifically told him he was wrong. It was bullshit. It wasn't real. He shouldn't be pursuing this. He should move on. And now we're going to focus on the, like, you know, the, 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 the cream of the crop type of evidence here, which we'll probably learn who the, the witnesses that he was tampering with will get their testimony and or depositions and then we'll find out exactly what Trump was doing. And I think it's going to be of like, you know, a real one, two punch. And then probably in the next series of hearings, they might, you know, they might pile on with, like you were saying, like, you know, we know at least two congressional, two people, right. Ron Johnson and Andy Biggs that were trying to directly influence the outcome of the election by doing fake electoral uh, um, electors. So we might find more of that as more people come forward there, you know, more of that information might be revealed in the second series of hearings, but that could be kind of going after the other people, right? If this one was focused on Trump, the next one, as we come closer to the midterms, So it's like season one, season two. Right. You're like, yeah, you're like, here's the villain and here's everything that happened. Now we're going to do a whole story character arc for all of these other people sitting in Congress. And I wouldn't be surprised if they were doing that as a second series to say this person and this person and this person and this person were all directly involved. And those people are running for reelection in the midterm. 
right. and target well, them that way. Well, here's what I want to tell the audience. Make sure to stay tuned for the finale of season one of right. the insurrection hearings. Uh, the January 6th Select Committee is going to reconvene Thursday. We are assuming that it's 8 Eastern. It's just an assumption. Yeah. We'd have no confirmation of that. And that's why we don't have a link over on the Midas Touch Network yet on their YouTube channel. Um, as soon as we can get some sort of confirmation, we will make that link for you guys to go ahead and set your reminder for that hearing. But just know that these hearings have been fluid, meaning they have changed on the fly. So Thursday is what it's set for. We are mm-hmm. not confirming the time. We believe that it will be about 8 p.m. Eastern is what we believe. So we will start an hour early, though, whatever time it is here on the Midas Touch Network. So go follow the Midas Touch Network on their on their YouTube, Midas Touch. Go follow that YouTube. It will be on there. Um, make sure to set your reminder when that link comes. Now, also follow us on YouTube. Don't forget mm-hmm. to follow the Tony Michaels Podcast if you're here. And also download every single episode of the Tony Michaels Podcast. We are here every single weekday, Monday through Friday, two hours, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and we simulcast from the Midas Touch Facebook page. But you can download our show seven days a week, Gabe. Yeah. Seven days a week. Because tomorrow is Friday. We have Bone End of the Week tomorrow. We're going to have yeah. the Bone End of the Week poll tonight. So go mm-hmm. follow us on Twitter at Tony Michaels Pod. You will be able to vote for Bone End of the Week there. We will break it down tomorrow in the second hour, and then Sunday we'll replay Bone End of the Week. You can download it, play it on YouTube, and then we'll have a best of the week. Mm-hmm. Which my guess is we'll probably pull from the last hearing for the best of the week. That is some of the best footage that we have uh, from the week. So go follow us all those places. Make sure to look, be on the lookout for that link at the Midas Touch Network for that hearing. Day 8, the last in this series of hearings. Next Thursday, we are assuming the time will be 8 Eastern. We have not confirmed that yet. As soon as we can get some sort of confirmation, we will definitely, definitely get you that link. Until tomorrow, don't forget Bone End of the Week. Vote YouTube or Twitter. Until tomorrow, everyone. Surf's up, motherfuckers. You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. Murphy's Mealborn, head ass speaking.